0: Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Shredded Ed, Cardio Johnny, Paul C, Matt Mork Super Troll, and Brazil Hadley, the best infotainment show around where you'll hear us joke, banter and debunk all the nutritional myths you've heard time and time again, helping you get fit, healthy and shredded. Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition, that sometimes can be really hard to say, No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast, right. Episode number fifty-five. Previously researched,
1: so I know I'm good. Hello, Did you Edward.
0: Forty forty-five, didn't I? Fuck! Oh, I don't
1: know. I don't 45. know. You went into that so confident. I yeah, know. I know. we if need you, to listen to this back. You like?
0: You can listen to it back afterwards. Um, <laughs> if I said fifty-five, I meant forty-five. I even looked. Somebody thinks like. Anyway, probably slept for ten weeks. What the fuck! I know. <laughs> the, the annoying thing is like I'm. Gar- it actually enters my head or worries me that people think I fake like getting the thing wrong every week. Like genuinely I don't. I I genuinely think to myself, no, I don't get it. I don't I'm not faking get it wrong. I'm just that retarded. Anyway, hello Edward. Hello, Jonathan.
2: Sup. What's Sup. What's, What's going on? Good. How's life? How's dad life?
0: How's dad life? Hashtag Brilliant hashtag mate. Dad life. Hashtag dad life. Brilliant. Yeah. Took Sana swimming twice this weekend. So we took her to Balter Babies. Nearly the end of uh, phase three now, which is quite cool. Um, so she did all manner of cool stuff. And then I took her to my gym today, which is quite cool. Although she did get a bit cold after about 10 minutes. I would take her out quite quickly because um, their, their pool isn't heated. Obviously, she is a bit young, so she can start
1: stop, to stop shiver. thought you meant you took her to the gym, like weights gym. Oh, um, no, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I, I mean, I'm all up for like kids starting when they're young. <laughs> but fuck. There was, there was a lad uh, in the changing rooms that I kind of, know to look at or to like
0: what's like cello to but I don't mean really, I don't even know his name but um he did say "Oh, I'm starting
1: them young I said yeah 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 just get into some squats you know you got the best form haven't they babies for squatting so. yeah they have yeah, yeah. um uh, yeah. I was uh, I think I text you boys about it I was in the gym the other day and there was a, a lady having a PT class and uh had daughter was with her doing the same exercises but obviously with a lighter weight and I thought oh, that's such a cool idea especially if you can't get childcare and things like that or if you want your kid to be sort of conscious of activity and stuff um I mean she had massive butt wink on her uh, on her squats but it was just it, it, it was cool but I mean I suppose the PT then could have gone right okay well let's let's look at adjusting her form as well and sort of teach him really young, um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was like a really cool thing. So I would say she was like six, maybe seven at a push. Um, but yeah, right, it,
0: yeah are they going? Have they have insurance to have someone that like young in a gym?
1: Well, this is what I thought because normally it's sixteen, isn't it, for in the weights area, and I think yeah. that's where the insurance bits are. So I mean, it's a new gym, and it's um, but not 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 that I'm like I
0: necessarily think there's too much of a problem with a child. Because like, I'm pretty sure like the myths or the issues you're trying to get where people are like, oh, you shouldn't have that. Children's bones are growing and they'll all get warped. I'm pretty sure I've read some stuff that. And obviously, I don't know how correct it is, but I'm pretty sure I've read some stuff that's kind of says that's a load of rubbish. Yeah, so, you have um,
1: all these like bodybuilders that are 22, 23, natural and not, and they've got phenomenal physiques. So you're like, oh, when did you start training? And they're like 13, and they're already yeah. more jacked than what we are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, no. A little Russian dude. He was like nine, and he was just
2: shredded. Remember him? I was on TV oh, with yeah. the
1: dark hair. Did you see a photo of him recently? Like he's bulky, but he is fat.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: Russian dude. I don't remember. I, I remember. There's that
0: American kid. Yeah, that that's what i remember. Yeah. yeah, no. I I saw a pro. He was on a program on one of Channel Four things with um. What's his name? Saying someone other, the guy does Zane like
1: zane uh oh yeah the one who does yeah. the root tube thing yeah yeah yeah. 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 so he, he was on
0: a program with him and they they basically fell out of love with lifting at like 12 or something yeah from the age. because obviously he was doing something from the age of about four now he just does like surfing he was like lanky skinny kid now yeah
1: no, that was no yeah yeah, yeah. um I remember watching a TV program with a... For fuck's sake, we said we weren't going to talk about child nutrition today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's a cool story. Uh, there's this guy and he was all into his... He was a Russian dude and he was into his powerlifting and he lived out in, like, Siberia. And from literally the moment his... Uh, uh, daughter had full control of her limbs. She used to tie little bags of rice to her to her wrists and to her ankles to strengthen everything up straight away. Just because he wanted her to be the the best female power lifter in Siberia. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, crazy, mm. uh, but funny.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Well, to go back to your original question, Johnny. Yeah, all is good. So I took her swimming today, and then we went out for some food. took her for a walk. And actually, if anyone's listening, because obviously this will be released tomorrow, so it'll still be valid. Managed to uh, thanks to my mate Benny. Uh, he gave me a little tip, and I don't know how he found out, but I managed to pocket about nine tubs of Breyers ice cream for free today.
1: Nice.
0: Ask me how. How? How did you do oh. it? Well, this is the this is the silly thing. So if you have a Sainsbury's supermarket, they sell Breyers. At the minute, it's currently £2.50 on offer, half price. Now, what I will caveat with, Breyers is a bit shit. Like it's low calorie ice cream, so it's like Halo Top. I think they they range from about two ninety to three fifty like calories per whole tub. So you think, well, oh, that sounds good. Quality of ice cream is meh. Yeah, it's a bit meh to be honest. It's not brilliant. It's but out of the low calorie ones, by far the worst. Um, like you leave it out of the freezer to be honest for ten minutes, it doesn't even melt. That's how bad it is. But regardless, regardless, it's two pound fifty at the minute. Um, and when you buy one, they give you a two pound fifty voucher off. So work that out. So you buy one and you take your £2.50 voucher. You go back to the freezer and you get another one. (laughs) And then you scan your coupon and get it for free. And then they give you another £2.50 voucher. So you go back to the freezer and you get another one. And then you go back and you get another voucher. And you can continue to do that if you want and take the entire freezer work. I did (laughs) did take nine. I took nine pints before I thought this is a bit bad. And and just have have your trolley
1: full of them next to it and
0: just keep putting them through (laughs) one Um, I'll be honest. I felt bad and that. I didn't want to make it. Like, be honest, Jenna made the point and said, you realise they're probably watching you on CCTV. (laughs) What is he doing? So I was thinking, well, there's nothing they can do really. It's their fault for having such a stupid
1: offer. Yeah, you're just taking Um, the (laughs) piss.
0: yeah but yeah I did think I was taking the piss a piss of it and I did take I got I went through nine where I thought oh, I've got I can't take anymore i have got to leave some in there I can't take every single one of them because this is that border.
1: See, now you so you know you thought any- you thought of the kind of that side of it your conscience got the better of you now I think everybody else would be like I do not have that much room in my freezer <laughs> yeah yeah
0: uh, I, it was a bit of a struggle uh it's pretty full now my freezer so maybe I'll, I'll, I'll snap I'll Instagram later sorry and you can see yeah. how full my freezer is <laughs> I've already got about 10 halo tops in there from what I- <laughs> When they're on half price, so uh,
1: that and then yeah. two cupboards full of protein bars, a fridge full oh, okay. of ready-to-drinks. Yeah, uh, I am.
0: I, I've, I've got issues, man. I've yeah, got
1: real issues. At least it's stocked up
2: when Russia's not bombing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, mate, don't joke about. That. You're gonna be the most jacked dude going, just jacked yeah. and shredded, just from yeah. Halo top and protein bars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, mate, like lifting all the rubble off my house to get Jack lifting that, wouldn't I say? So. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. Uh, what's everyone been up to? Well, well, Brett, to this is kind of where I was just like, openly leading into. Ask me. <laughs> Ask me what I've been doing today. Been running. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. I did my first half marathon today. uh I did it with my missus though, and I did it at her speed, so I actually really, really enjoyed it, um, because I wasn't sort of pushing myself to the point of crying like I was doing when I was training, well, I say training, I think I did about three runs, um, yeah, but no, it, it was really enjoyable, actually, I didn't get, uh, my legs were hurting a bit, but I didn't get any rubs on my feet, I didn't get anything like that, so. um you get nipple chafing? No, 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 but do you know why? Do you know why I didn't? You put Vaseline on? No, because I was wearing a new No Nonsense Nutrition T-shirt. Oh, t-shirts. yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> I re- I've
0: been repping mine in the gym every yeah. day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, and then I realised that oh. I needed... Because I've been wearing the jumper. The jumper's jump a bit thin, so we could do with a, a fleecy one for walking to the gym. Um, but because it's been a bit cool the last few days. Obviously not yesterday. Um, so I've been wearing the jumper in the gym as well as the T-shirt. <laughs> Came to Friday when I was packing my bag to for the run on Sunday. Um and I realised I've been wearing my jumper all week and I needed it for the race because it was giving off like rubbish weather today. Um, mm. So it was a bit whiffy by the
0: end. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Correct. Yeah, uh, I've
1: been wearing mine as a, to
0: wear it to the gym mm. and then I'll wear it when I get in there and then I'll take it off. I don't yeah. wear it actually on the train. So. Uh,
1: yeah, um, I've been doing a bit of both.
0: But uh, yeah. but if actually, if, if anyone's listening, obviously, if you're listening, I'm assuming in our Facebook group, you'll have seen we did a post. If anyone wants to get their hands on any yeah. swag... Uh, not for free, I'm afraid. We will give it to you at cost price. We don't make any money, but um, we, uh, yeah, I think we'll be able to get an order in Monday, Tuesday. So probably tomorrow or Tuesday. So get involved if you want to represent.
1: Yeah, there's a post in there. We'll do another post, and um, yeah,
0: I'll contact everyone
1: directly anyway. That showed an interest, so yeah. Sort that out. Anyway,
0: sorry. So yeah, you. Uh, how was the run then? So other than the non-chafing, which was good.
1: Um, no, it was good actually. It was it was a good fun run. Um, I think because she got shin splints after about two miles, three miles in, I think. Um, I sort of turned to her and her face was just. Ooh. Uh, I said, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "No, my shins are killing." So I kind of had to then spend the next two miles accepting that we probably wasn't going to beat the sort of the two-hour benchmark we set ourselves. Uh, we did it in two oh six, so uh, that That's was quicker good. than what she did that, that in that? last time. So, oh, was I, good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So I uh, put my ego to one side and I kept with her the whole way. She, she. I think she had put money on me leaving her actually and just running <laughs> off on my own. So it shows what she thinks of me. Yeah, um, so <laughs> be a bit but, harsh. Yeah, but her mum was there, so I had to be good. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Um and obviously looking looking quite shredded. Um hopefully, yeah. i Well skinny at least. Skinny, yeah. We'll go with skinny runt. Um yeah. <laughs> what do you want Uh seventy-seven pretty much on the nose, yeah. So um I well I had a bit of a carb up yesterday and had pizza today, so I'm probably more like eighty-four again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I I've I've been I've been good. Um Pretty much all I've eaten today, apart from my, my pre-run cocoa pops and toast, um, I, I all I've pretty much eaten today is a pizza and a milkshake afterwards. So, I get some veggies in, yeah. You no, know, I'll be going all like yellow and stuff. <laughs> mm. I think the last couple of weeks though, I've had enough veggies to last me a lifetime. <laughs> it's just been yeah. like veggies and lean meat. It's been. I feel like a bikini girl.
0: They are. They are a dieter's best friend.
1: True that. True that. Veggies about, and protein. What about you, Johnny? Have you been up to anything interesting?
2: depends who's listening really if it's or <laughs> oh right sorry ominous I
1: thought, I, I thought,
2: I thought there was something <laughs> more to it than that lay yourself for a few hours yesterday three or four hours and go to the car put in the, try to put her in the pram packed car park and she is screaming the place down one wow. stop so I've put her in the pram walked through the yard she's still screaming so I've gone back to the car put her in the Little um, what are they called? You carry in front of you, like little sling things. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Put in that, she sleeps for two hours. So what's <sighs> that about? What? Why?
0: Just it? Just you know? Just telling me I don't want to be in a pram. Yeah. <laughs> just She's say it nicely. Likely...
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, she probably likes the rocking of the harness. Just obviously the motion yeah. of walking. And she goes. She goes to sleep then. She's she going goes... to sing of, going like the pretend
2: coffin. <laughs> and she yeah.
0: Goes, ah, That's so that a in it. <laughs> Um, I mean, is
2: she calling yet? Imagine the scene. She's like on her on her hands, on her knees, and she's just
0: yeah, bro, yeah. I, bro, that won't be long then. Summer rocking. did that for yeah. Summer did that until eventually she realised rocking meant she then kind of puts a hand forward, and then eventually she's off.
2: Yeah, today she yeah. sort of moved her hand slightly forward, and then just gone. I'm bothered now. Just
0: that's when the fun starts, mate. Honestly. 'Cause that that's that's then leads to call like crawling over the stuff and then looking up and then pulling herself up. Yeah. And then no, it's, then it's like, oh dear. No, it's then it's bouncing. fine. Yeah. Then and it's finding her hands in the toilet, playing with the toilet brush. <laughs> 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 <I was, laughs> a few weeks ago, I was like, um, Jenna, where's summer? She's in the hallway. I was like, it's a bit quiet out there. So I walk around the hallway and the dance toilet, and she's called over to the toilet, pulled herself up and the, the like toilet duck, like gel ones, like syringe that you syringe like a gel disc on the side. There she is, fingers in the gel, thinking this is fun. I was like, oh dear, how much of that is she eating? Before I realised,
1: oh. oh dear, coughing <laughs> her up. There wasn't any chunks of poo in it, was there? No,
0: mate, it's this is, this is a toilet freshness. Gel on the side of the thing. There's no poo in it. <laughs> Christ, who do you think we are? Some sort of heathens?
2: Shotgun. Uh, uh,
0: right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that won't be long, mate. Won't uh, be long at all. Not at all
2: And then today I wasted my time Watching Man United What
0: was the score? half the score? 1-0 West Brom Yes Get in
2: son could see it coming
0: Yeah probably That's quite good 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 That's making our Champions League um, Hopes just Pretty nice and easy now
2: You get smashed in the final
0: Oh yeah Well I'm, I meant more like Just qualifying for next year But um, Mate we'll probably lose The bloody Roma So don't worry I I just don't like a Yeah, you want us to get humped, don't you?
2: Yeah, I want. To, I want to get.
0: I wouldn't even wish that on United, mate. If if we went in and United we're in the in the Champions League, I'd still be like, well, yeah.
2: It's, it's only because goals. I I know I just know people who are scouts fans. Not you, actually, not included in this breath. They just arseholes. So
1: <laughs> No,
2: crap. I am. I am. Fucking shit! Best hacker team ever. No, you're not.
0: Shut up. You are pretty good, though. Come on, Johnny. You are pretty, we're good.
2: pretty good. I admit yeah, yeah. it. I do. But, it's like that's like every year for like 10 years. Oh, we win the league. You won't. We win the league. No, you won't. We win the league. No, you won't. 20
0: to, we'll win it this year.
2: Definitely. for the league.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man City are going to fold, mate. We're going to catch them.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <them> <laughs> put, put money on it.
1: Put money on it. Oh,
2: what else do get? you get? Do you know what? Some, if Liverpool win the ridiculous. league, let's, let's put a bet on if Liverpool win the league, I'll do something ridiculous.
0: Whatever. <laughs> no, Next year, nah, because I don't think we'll win it. I think Mad City probably end up well again. They'll
1: strengthen the summer they, and then get some decent players.
0: Anyway, how did, When did this turn into a football? football <laughs> Shouldn't podcast?
1: we've just lost every single listener? Say only. sorry, mates, 28, mi- 20
0: twenty-eight minutes in, and all we've talked about is
1: football yeah. and paddling poo or something. <laughs> again, <laughs> oh, right.
0: We, should, should we get on no
1: we've got is, we've got to finish yeah. now that's it it's bedtime oh, yeah.
0: all right night <laughs> night no, no. so today in episode number 45 we wanted to talk about the upcoming or the sugar tax that's just coming didn't we um and I suppose make it a little bit like sugar part two because we obviously went through the um let's call it the davina mccall episode around um sugar and sugar potentially being harmful to health and the cause of the obes- obesity epidemic Um, hashtag not true but yeah uh, we thought it'd be nice just to kind of go back revisit that with the time of the sugar tax Um, so maybe I'll just position it in terms of those that don't know obviously what the sugar tax is maybe it's worth me now saying but um, I don't remember when it was announced Was it like a year ago maybe even longer a couple of years ago that the government obviously said that they want to bring in this so-called sugar tax to combat some of the obesity epidemic that we're suffering from um because they believe that sugar is a huge contributor which i suppose indirectly you could say is is that is that fair indirectly yeah yeah because i guess sugar uh is it's sugar for for what it is so without kind of looking at it for too too much in terms of um factually let's just just let's click let's keep it factory like from a biochemistry perspective um you know it's empty calories or nutrition um so in that respect you don't get a lot for it it's it's added to a lot of foods which obviously increases calorie consumption tastes bloody good to increase the calorie consumption um so yeah there's a lot 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 better things you could eat but it does indirectly then account for the obesity epidemic so you know the, the 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 well wishes from the government to try and bring in something to reduce our sugar consumption is to basically add a tax or a levy on sugary drinks. So for those that aren't aware, so for companies that produce sugary drinks and uh, fruit juice, milk, and alcohol are exempt, I understand, but uh, anything from five grams to eight grams of sugar per hundred mils will be taxed, anywhere between eighteen and twenty-four p per litre. Now I think. All companies that make drinks, like Coke and you know Britvic and all of the big companies, Pepsi and you know all of these companies, I think it's fair to say that most of them have said that they will not be uh, reducing their profit margins and the cost will be passed on. Um, some have said that they will reduce the sugar consumption in the drinks to try and then bring that down, but some have said, that, like Pepsi as an example, have said it's going to stay the same. So, uh, therefore you could see that a lot of our drinks are going to be more expensive for those that want the full sugar drinks. Although I did sound a podcast before and I stand and by this, um, who the fucking hell buys full sugar drinks anyway? Is there a, like, can, I'll ask this question. This is the, I asked, this is what I said, made the statement that, um, there is no, so there are no normal non-clinical scenarios thank you Matthew Morgan that uh you would require a full sugar drink over a diet one
1: I mean personally for me it's I've never I mean obviously I've drank full sugar or full fat as people call it like coke and stuff like that accidentally mostly but I've drank it I personally just don't like the aftertaste like I don't like the feeling of it on my teeth because I feel as though it leaves a film on my teeth and that, that I don't like that um and then also it it makes me thirstier. I always used to remember when we had, like, we'd end up maybe mummered by the wrong bottle or something, and we used to have it when I was younger, um, and I, I, I never used to like drinking it because I'd have a glass, and I kind of almost did want another glass because it was just, it's a bit like Dr. Pepper almost, it, it makes you, there's that flavour, wants makes you almost want more, but because you're thirsty, not because you were like, oh, that was bloody good. It's not like when you have a really nice pint and you're like, oh, I wouldn't mind another one of those. Um... I just found as though it made me thirstier, and that was the first thing I kind of thought was, "Oh, I'll have another one of the, I'll have another Coke or another glass or something instead of like a, a squash or something like that." Um, but I've just now I've never liked that feeling and that kind of film that it uh, make like, causes over your teeth. Um, mm-hmm. can, can, so,
0: so I mean, the question is, like, can you think of a scenario where, like, either of you, I suppose, where each one person or, or can you think of a scenario where it's ballad to choose a full sugar version over a dark one? because i don't think it's taste i genuinely believe that none of them taste any different
1: um i know i would disagree and say they do taste different but i would so to kind of answer your question properly uh only in a sporting situation would i potentially Uh, i'm trying to think of health now um obviously uh, diabetics and things like that you could argue uh other other things out there said non-clinical non-clinical yeah okay sporting sporting you could use it for a you know instead of like gels things like that gels they repeat on me whereas but and then a fizzy drink that would that repeat just as much yeah probably um but in a sporting situation especially when I used to do a lot of cycling we used to go and stop off somewhere for 20 30 minutes to have some food or whatever uh quite often you know people would be having a full full sugar coke instead just for the the kind of the energy um of bioavailability or whatever you want to say uh of the the full sugar drink because it's liquid and easier digestible easily digestible
0: okay
1: johnny no <laughs> <laughs>
0: i like it yeah i mean right i'm being a bit facetious because I'm making a point but for that i, I, I still think Ed, like i am going to disagree with you and i don't think they taste that different However, I'm going to caveat with, I don't even remember the last time I had full sugar Coke. Certainly by consciously anyway. And I will say back in the day, maybe Diet Coke, as an example, when you didn't have some of the other variants like, I don't know, Coke Zero or Pepsi Max and these types of things. um, They maybe did taste a bit different then. Maybe the chemical taste that people always refer to was there. But nowadays, like a cherry Pepsi Max is amazing they like, why would you ever need a full fat Coke when you can have cherry Pepsi Max?
1: It was used to wind me up when they used to do Coke when they first did the, the first run of Coke Vanilla, how it was the normal one. That's pretty That's the only time I'd ever like choose a, a full sugar one over yeah. know, normal, but now they do the diet version or well, the zero version. Like, There's, there's no need. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I think like the zeros have, have bridged the gap to bring that flavor and that kind of no sugar or whatever, but like you say, there isn't a massive taste difference, but I mean, for me, I, I was scarred for life because of that sort of filming on your teeth and for that kind of, Uh that, that, yeah, uh, that kind of aftertaste it gave. Um, so that's why I'd argue that there is a slight difference, but for me, it was a negative thing. It wasn't even a positive thing. It's not as if, Oh, you know what? I really like the aftertaste of Coke. Um, it was a negative, Oh, I really don't like the aftertaste of Coke. Um, I imagine there's thousands of people now, if not millions of people listening listening to this podcast, uh, disagreeing with us because uh, that's the reach we have.
0: Of course. <laughs> do, do 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 you think then, like, so some of the statistics were around, like, when the sugar uh, sugar tax came in Mexico previously, and we obviously know that the Mexicans have, I think, I think, I say no, pretty sure saw some stats previously that Mexico had the highest sugar average sugar intake out of the whole worldwide population, um, mainly, and we obviously um, we all know that bloody coke recipes, because I'm sure we've seen the documentaries, but coke recipes in Mexico are like ridiculously high in sugar. like people are buying them on ebay i think still where you get like the, the mexican recipe of coke where it's like ridiculously sugary
1: it's like mountain dew in america was a far higher in oh. sugar because of our laws and stuff it couldn't yeah. have it over here although well, um, mountain dew is amazing in america <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'll just contradict myself completely. yes
1: you have um <laughs> cool facts yeah, think, though years think, ago think, sorry, with the, oh. just going on your mexico point years ago um the uh the coca-cola used to be advertised and sponsored dentists Brilliant. yeah so they used to be like they used to be the trailers in the dentists on posters on the wall advertising full-fat coke and I'm sure um, there was a thing a while ago that coke had like a hand in, in the dentistry industry in Mexico. Uh, nice right. good investments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just like a vicious cycle, almost like me yeah. selling cheese and making people skinny. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I, I mean, the thing is like, so obviously they do have a very high sugar content. And I believe, uh, the, sh- when the drink sales, sorry, the sugar tax came in, drink sales dropped by 12% this first year. So, you know, you could argue that's made a bit of a difference. Do either of you think that, so Johnny, maybe, because obviously you haven't really said much yet, do you think that the sugar tax is going to make a huge impact or not on, I suppose, the UK's sugar intake?
2: I think maybe, just thinking of it now, if you weren't particularly into your nutrition and you've got kids, you might consider going, actually, well, I've just heard of this sugar tax model and this drink I usually buy my, daughter son is of the sugar tax maybe i'll get something that's a bit healthier for them so i can see maybe in that situation um i think people will people will do it now people have got a right hard on the sugar the last couple of years so people will probably go yeah well actually i didn't know that contained all that sugar sugar makes you fat apparently and then so i'll stop drinking it so i can see a small impact in but then again Look the other way. You probably, they might just instead of having a full-fat Coke or whatever, they'll probably just
0: buy a fucking Mars bar instead. <laughs> the thing is that like, I suppose like, is it going to stop them buying full-fat Coke? Do you really, really think? Because people want the full-fat Coke. Are they going to look at the, the look like at a can on the um, shelf and think, right, the diet version is ATP, the one on the shelf is a pound, or the full sugar on the shelf is a pound?
2: I um, I can't I can't really see unless someone's really 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 tight and counts every penny. But then again, you probably go to supermarkets and you know, we will just do offers on full fat coke, now. three for whatever. They'll just buy it then instead, mm. so, rather than buying one every day. They'll buy twenty five when there's a deal. On.
1: I think kind of on the the bigger picture of that, I think yes, the sales are full sugar drinks will reduce i i i do think that and the evidence is there looking at, like you say, Mexico, 19% in the first year, things like that. Will it be huge? Will it be 50%, 60 70 80%? Nope. Um, you know, 20% max, most likely. Probably something like 10% probably will drop. People might convert. Those who are potentially looking to be more health-conscious, health-seeking, um, and those who are like, say, are on a budget and they're going, well, I'm not paying that. I'm just not paying it because it's stupid or whatever. It's not high enough, I don't think. Is it, what is it, 18p per 100 mil? 18p, so a basically
0: it's a bracket depending upon how much sugar you have per 100 mils. So starts 18p for 5 grams up to 24p for 8 grams of sugar per 100 mils. Okay, so, so it depends where it falls. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so looking at kind of Coke or whatever, if it's 80p, um, they're 330 mil. So it's going to be more like a sixty p increase, isn't it so you you are pretty much doubling the price of a can depending on where you're buying it from obviously multi packs vary that you know um but like you say, are they just gonna do more offers on it now, especially when it first comes out as a bit of a two fingers up sort of thing um but I think l- me looking at it, I think okay well if if those and Johnny shared a great post in the group, and we've we've seen it many times. The graphic uh, of obesity rates and sugar consumption rates, and now sugar consumption in the last five or six years has dropped off quite considerably. Yet, because of you know low sugar products and all that, yet the obesity rates have still continued to rise in the UK. So, you know, the correlation isn't even there anymore. And that's yeah. what I was going to say. Is if okay? So, the sales of full sugar drinks dropped by twenty percent. Does that mean that obesity rates are going to drop by 20%? Hell no. Are they going to change? Probably not. Is it going to make people potentially think a little bit more? Maybe. But if it is, they're probably just going to be thinking sugar's the devil and not just overconsumption of calories. Will it lead to people reducing their calorie intake a little bit? Well, the, I don't even know how many calories are in a can of Coke. Um, well, a couple, couple of hundred a couple of hundred yeah oh, i say 200 then i probably should know that but like i said, I, I, think le- it, so. I think it's I uh,
0: yeah i think it's a bit less i think it's like one sixty, one seventy something okay
1: like that. yeah, well that's all right let's just say 200 anyway um but if somebody's in a uh, uh, you know somebody has a can of coke a, a day um then that's 1400 calories a week that's still not one, enough calories 140. sorry 140 okay well it's, it's still just, you know you have one of those a day or even two of those a day Reducing that, it might stop some. Is it going to stop somebody being in a calorie de- calorie surplus? Maybe, you know, across the week. But is it going to be enough to put somebody in a calorie deficit to make them lose weight? No, it's not going to be anywhere near enough. Is it a starting point potentially? Is it a stepping stone potentially? Um, but uh, yeah, it's what they're going to do with that money is I think more important than than anything. I think. Yeah, perhaps.
2: But- this might be a stranger, but it's like it's like petrol in it. This could be odd. People always say, I'm never going to pay a pound a litre. It goes for a pound a litre for a couple of weeks. People complain and strike. Then this is a pound a litre. This is normal. Then they go, I'm never paying 120 for a litre. People will pay it eventually. 130 litre. I'm never paying 130 litre. Now it's like, I don't know what it's now. 120 or
1: whatever.
2: Yeah. Like, like a Coke. I'm not paying pound twenty a can of Coke. Like a month later, oh, I find a can of Coke. Let's buy a can of Coke. Oh, that's... Nice again. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Let's crack on again. I I think maybe initially we might have a we might have a I don't know. I'll predict nine percent drop in in I mean, not cans of coke but sugary drink sales or whatever. I think but, uh, the, just, just tail off.
0: The thing, and with and pe- the thing with the petrol energy, though, mate, is obviously petrol is a necessity. So people don't as much as you want to strike. You can't <laughs> you can't you can't not have petrol for for the most part. Um, whereas obviously
1: Coke isn't mis- isn't necessarily is so. a better analogy. Not, not I'm disagreeing, but... Yeah, it's, it's a good analogy, um, but here's a better one then. How many times have you been to somewhere and something's been extortionate? So you've been, I don't know, like the cinema or say, and you're paying ridiculous amounts of money, like six quid for a, uh, one of the large drinks or whatever... Um, and you've gone oh for fuck's sake! that's so expensive, and you've been annoyed that you've had to pay it, but you've still paid it. You've never turned around and gone whoa, whoa, whoa keep that yourself. I'm saving my pennies. Yeah, like, you're not. I mean, people might have done, but I'd feel too embarrassed, and you pay it anyway, don't you? We, I, yeah. So yeah. if I
0: didn't, if I, did, if I didn't know the price beforehand, I probably would just pay it because I'm, you know, I'm British, and you know, mm. I don't necessarily complain very often. But not, not to people's faces, anyway. <laughs> uh, but
2: i ordered a bottle of water at the bar and they said 10 pounds even to keep the bottle of water Ta-da.
0: <laughs> what was that ibita yeah i was gonna say if it's ibita that's normal though like, yeah. like, the, 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 the water's so expensive like more expensive than bloody beer in Ibiza. but um, no like if, if i if i if like if i know the price stuff beforehand and to be fair cinema like, i think i'm gonna buy a drink i'll just buy i'll just buy a drink there. not often like a couple of quid now like at least a decent I'll say a couple of quid like two three quid whatever they are but at least a decent size whereas like food and stuff or ice cream I generally won't because it's so expensive oh, but yeah. then Popcorn. Just, take your own, just take your own yeah just yeah. take your own then sometimes it's nice to have a treat though you feel like you just want to treat yourself almost mm-hmm. and you don't want to have to skimp but anyway we're getting off topic um to a certain extent uh yeah okay well I mean my 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 thoughts are i concur completely with you both in terms of i don't think it's going to be the uh problem solver maybe the government are hoping or maybe they're not hoping i don't know maybe it's just they're just trying something but um i i would again agree with the types of rates you can imagine maybe the similar sort of things 10% might stop they'll be the people that are already um potentially health seeking but not kind of on the on on the fence a little bit and it might just be like you know what, yeah i'll just switch to to diet drinks now then because the prices just push me that way um rather than, than the full fat or, or full sugar ones so yeah i kind of agree on those types those types of weights
1: probably going to be a dabblers as well the people who have a can of coke every now and then so like dieting at the moment i'm probably smashing about three zeros a day uh if not more um just because it's something fizzy it kind of fills me up a little bit and it's a bit of taste that's not water <laughs> um and but when i'm not dieting heavily i, I don't really touch it unless i'm in a pub and i don't fancy a pint or something that's the only really time i'll I'll ever have it particularly and um so it's going to be those people the people who might have it every now and then might little you know have a little dabble in it things like that the the, the one or two a week people i think they're going to be the people who might be more tempted to switch not have just have an alternative um over the people who are it th- should be effective
0: <laughs> the I th- thing is I think like there's so more, there's so little reason to choose full sugar drinks now over diet ones in my opinion I think the people that are choosing it are choosing it for such a reason that the price isn't going to put them off so I think if not they would have already chose diet versions
1: mm.
0: yeah, 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 so I think they're choosing it for whatever reason whether it's because habit, they like the taste of it, they prefer the taste of it or I don't know, maybe some people even feel like man up, like you have a full sugar one, man, not a diet one. I don't know. Just trying to think like – I as I, don't, I can't, let's say, I struggle to compute or put myself in that situation, like why choose a, a full sugar one? May, maybe because obviously I know calories drive weight gain and also I know how almost valuable um, like your calorie budget almost is. I wouldn't waste it on bloody Coke when I can have something that tastes identical, you know ha- – air quotes identical for for no calories it's just just, it it doesn't make any sense but yeah when that alternative
1: is there and it's a decent alternative as well it's not like having coke and roller cola is it (laughs) it's got very similar equivalents all right then well how about we look at it kind of on so we're looking at it for the thinking that the government are doing this to cut down people's calories what about if they're just doing it just to make a bit of money
2: Probably aren't
1: they? Because you've got to look at the other side of it as well. So we've looked at the intake side, the knock on effects of the intake, but if they're getting upwards of sixty pence a can or, or whatever, what did you say there, the figures well, the things were up to five hundred million perceived it, yeah. pounds? His, in, it, one, yeah. It, yeah, in the
0: two thousand sixteen budget, uh, uh Monsieur Georges Osborne announced a five hundred and twenty million pound levy. So
2: but then it's gone down from then, and they reckon it's only going to do 250 or 216 of the year now, not 500.
1: I mean, even okay. if it's 100 million, like it's 100 million pounds it didn't have before.
0: And just on that, sorry, mate, it's not just that. Obviously, the Public Health in England stuff that came out recently, obviously they're saying that they could save 15 billion of free D NHS.
1: And 80,000 lives. So, yeah, so obviously you've got the knock on effect of that, but that is if calorie intake goes down, not just the sugar intake. Unless, sure, obviously, sure. like there's a really strong correlation with sugar intake and obesity, or is it actually um, calorie intake and. Uh, sorry, <laughs> let me start again. Unless there's a really strong association with sugar intake and not calorie intake with diabetes um whereas uh, so it's cal- more, when we know it's calorie intake and it's a knock-on effect of being obese nine times out of ten um the type 2 diabetes more so than just the fact that oh you've had a bag of wine gums you're all of a sudden now diabetic um and obviously i'm not saying everybody who is type 2 has type 2 diabetes is obese because they're not and i know people who are Healthy and fit, and um, you know there the are that kind of that five, well, ten percent or whatever it is, of people who it's not because of um, obesity or calorie consumption. Um, but uh, yeah, so obviously it's got to have a knock-on effect of obesity levels and things like that. Not just the fact that oh, you know, Maureen in the office is now not having an extra can of Coke a day. Um, yeah. I mean it is in in that respect. Obviously, it is a little not
0: necessarily short-sighted but it, it, it's not a big enough impact to have the impact they want so and i i know there's obviously you know other solutions they've put into place so obviously the the public health england stuff that me and matt did the po- episode on around the portion control and then recommending the 600 200 200 or 600 200 i can't remember what the actual numbers are now um and obviously things like moving uh, they're obviously their supermarkets now banned from having high sugar foods next to the areas at the end of ours and specialty size, aren't they? So, there are some things that they are doing which should all culminate into people mm. reducing calorie consumption. I think the problem is, is, is it?
2: Unless they do it because it's a very easy way to generate a few hundred million, which they didn't have before, which then they can use to do something else. Now, whether they are going to be that long sighted or you know, I don't know. But if they, if they are right, it's an easy way to generate a quarter of a billion a year. We can shovel a quarter of a billion a year into education, schools, and actually what the real reason is for obesity, um, why there's such an epidemic of it, type 2, blah, 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 heart disease, biggest killer. And if they do that, they shovel it into schools from from now, and then in the next 50 years, 60 years, you, you might see, hopefully, you'll see a reduction in obesity. The NHS. Yeah, Think how yeah. much money they could save the NHS. It's not going to be in the next few years, is it? It's probably going to be in the next 20, 30 years. When, I mean, probably 40 years from the kids now, at uh, forty six, fifty. 50, when that's when the heart disease sort of is more prevalent or more chance of happening, then you're saving in the super long term. But, I don't know.
1: Yeah, we're not really trying to, I suppose... If this was me looking at this, my my aim wouldn't be to save our kind of like grandparents' generation, the the sixty plus year olds, well, our mother's generation. Um, That wouldn't be my my aim, I don't think, because it's almost like a lost cause, isn't it? There's not a lot you can do apart from saying, well, look, you know, you might be able to add a few extra years, and you might be able to put off a few of these things if you lose some weight and and become active and stuff like that. Yes, that might help, but I don't think that. you can bang your head as much as you like and not everybody's listening some people are listening and it's fantastic and we've got a lot of people in our group who who are listening and who are um, actioning those sorts of words of advice but uh, I think it's more our children's our children's generation isn't it it's summer it's Eliza uh, it's Lucy it's 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 them that by the time this money starts to come into circulation plans come into play when no-nonsense nutrition takes over the world and we're now running uh, nutrition education within schools, um, when they're hitting five and six and they're in primary school and they're starting to learn about you know, the, the, the reasons why you don't want to be going and sitting and binging in the park on loads of sweets because it's just a, a, a gateway into eating do, shit for the rest of your life. Do, do we
0: have any confidence? Because I don't, I don't believe there's been any announcement, unless I've missed it, in terms of what that money going to be used for. So do we have any confidence that that may be put to, to use around the types of stuff we talked about, so education in schools? Because um, you're right, obviously, we need to look at those, or that younger generation where they need to be taught and educated from an early age around health and nutrition. Um, do we have any confidence that might happen?
1: Probably
2: not. talking about, didn't they? So, yeah, we are using some of this money, but then half it will be given to those moron politicians just obviously their second us. Paul. <laughs> scum scum, haven't watched any fucking scumbo
0: I think the thing is, there's so many cuts. In it, yeah, there's so many cuts in other areas of of the the economy.
1: It feels like to me
0: that it'll just get swallowed up in those cuts.
1: Mm. Yeah, if it goes to like the police force or to another budget meeting or I, I don't know, it's you know, it, it's obviously not for. Everybody can make accusations and what they think, and they can say all this and that. But I mean, we're not the ones looking at what needs to be spent and what money's coming in. Um, I mean, that's a that's a boring conversation, isn't it, to have on a, a nutrition podcast? But um, it's interesting though. And should that money directly go back into things like education, or people would then people argue that no, 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 it should go into. Um, the NHS, because they're the ones dealing with the short, you know, the acute issues instead of the chronic issues or the longer-term issues. Um, it, it's an interesting one, isn't it? And everybody's going to have a difference of opinion. And I reckon, you know, half the people here would agree with us, and half the people listening would probably go, no, 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 no you're rubbish, and not listen, and never listen to us again, uh, because they've got a different opinion. Um, if you have that difference of opinion, maybe get in touch and tell us, and, you know, it's just good conversation points to hear different points of view. Uh,
2: probably a very difficult thing to budget for, really. That's why, obviously, they have paid shitloads of money. But extra 250 million, where does it go? You know, mm-hmm. you're going to get... Every, you're, gonna, well, you're down if you do, down if you don't. They have some sympathy for them. Like, if you put in the police, people say, why not the NHS? You put in the NHS, or why not this? Why not that? Why mm-hmm. not this? It's like, well, what do you do? Just, Just split it up.
1: Give it, give it to us. Put it in our bank account. I'll give you the details. And uh, we'll sort out education in schools for nutrition and make all the kids healthy. But, and then I know we talked in the, when we talked about this in our live, it's it's tough when you can educate the kids until you're blue in the face. But if the parents aren't allowing the kids to action what they've learned and what they know and what they want to do. If the parents are stubborn and, you know, every child gets, well, their child gets, uh, like, two chocolate bars, a bag of crisps, and a half a shitty sandwich in their lunchbox. (laughs) If you're not going to change that for the parents, then you're kind of wasting your time and effort, aren't you? Um, So I suppose then you do need to educate the parents and things like that. So uh, it's tough because I've done talks with the Prince's Trust and uh I was we were just talking about healthy eating and what is health and stuff like that, and this one kid turned around and was like, "Yeah, I really want to change i, I want to I, I might have talked about this at the time, actually. I really want to change, and I really want to um eat healthier I was into the gym and you know I, I like what you're saying, I want to action it, but I can't because my mum makes all my food and she'll only buy frozen food, not knocking frozen veg, but that didn't come into the equation. It was a bit more of a Ricky and Bianca on EastEnders chicken nuggets and chips every night um It's it's tough, isn't it? You know, you can kind of. Oh, you talk. Who do you talk to? Do you talk to the parents? But and then the parents are battling with the kids because the kids want to eat what all their friends are eating, and that's not vegetables. And do you talk to the kids and you win the kids round? But the parents are not wanting to change, or they maybe don't have the budget to change, or whatever. And uh, it's it's so it's so hard, isn't it? Who do you target? Who do you talk to? Uh,
2: If it was me, if I was in control of the budget, I would shovel it all into education of this, looking at the next 30 or 40 years. I mean, biggest killer in the world is heart disease, heart disease, heart disease, cancer, all that sort of stuff, which we know of being overweight does not help. I mean, mm. think imagine you're never going to cut a beast to zero, you never.
1: But, but if, if people we, weren't dying of heart disease and things like that, maybe in their 70s, yeah. 60s, are they then obviously they're going it was like there was Um, I I can't remember when uh, in my studies I, I learned about this but they said basically everybody in their life if they would live to be old enough will get arthritis so then you look at things like that okay well you know whether you get arthritis when you're in your 40s 30s or <clears throat> whether you have to wait until you're 80 or 90 you might have already died before you uh, you get it but it was saying you know everybody will get arthritis in some of their joints at some point in their life if they long, live long enough to, to, to experience it. Um, but if you live till you're 150, you're going to get arthritis. That's basically what they were saying. Um, but other things get you first, you know, first it was a saber tooth tiger. Then it was <laughs> the black death. Um, now it's, it's cancer and heart disease. What will it be in 50 years time? Um, so, so just, just, just to kind of like bring it, bring it back. So I
0: guess like we, what we're saying is that, you could argue that, obviously, the sugar tax is worthwhile if, even if it doesn't have like a direct effect on obesity, because obviously if the revenue is earmarked for like school sports, um, like education in schools, breakfast clubs, et cetera, then obviously, you know, they're beneficial projects, I suppose. Um, I guess you could argue, okay, the sugar tax is worthwhile. I, I, I wouldn't imagine actually going back to my original points around like who the hell picks short sugary drinks over diet anyway. Um, it's going to bring in that much money or if it, it will, will probably just dwindle over time anyway, because obviously people will just switch to the other, even if they do switch to the other diet drinks, um, that's going to stop bringing the, edu- the the money for the education. But will it then mean as well, like it's not really going to have any dent on obesity? Because like we said, the the sugar rates, our sugar rates is, is are pretty low-ish anyway, and certainly they are dwindling. And we're already saying that you know there's no correlation with obesity epidemic because that's increasing so therefore you we're kind of saying that sugar is not necessarily the cause so what are we achieving
1: well yeah because like you say if if everybody could turn if everybody turned around and said you know what sod it we won't buy sugary drinks anymore but that doesn't stop obesity but then there's no money coming in lose lose um Thinking back to when you were a kid, if you can remember that far back you two, um, when <laughs> when you went to the shop and you had 50 pence in your pocket that your mother gave you um, and you're 10 years old or whatever, you went for what you could afford with the, the 50 pence and I think in, in our local shop it was one of those plastic carton drinks that you stab the straw in the top and you always walked Tip out top. <laughs> yeah you always walked out the uh, the shop without picking up the straw from the side um it was like one of those for like 15p and then some i don't know like the rest in one penny sweets wasn't it it was kind of what you could afford so now with kids and stuff if they can't afford a can of coke because they've been given a quid and now all of a sudden cans of coke are one pound 20 and then they don't really know about the diet drinks They think they taste different Because that's the perception they have Are they just going to go get A couple of bags of Space Raiders instead No uh, Good crisp mm, oh, Tastes like cardboard
0: it's... What? Pickled onion Space Raiders They're, they're brilliant
1: mm, No
0: Hang in <laughs> nah,
1: Jesus Right, okay Well
2: 50, back in the day, It would have been 10 freddles
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, Only only give 'em fifty P, not a pound. Come on. No, they the, the 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 car I was gonna
0: say no, just not the Freddie's, mate, the caramel ones. But they ta they used to be Tazzers. Oh, oh shit, yeah, what were they? Yeah. They they were Tazzers, they were Tasmanian devils. Yeah. the caramel. They
1: were brilliant.
2: Did Daddy's nice.
1: I was never a dip-dab fan. I've never been a fan of the really sugar. Like, Haribo can't do the sugary ones, even though, obviously, like, they're just sugar with sugar on top. But the the fizzy ones, I just can't do them. They just... Uh, they set me on edge. Um, yeah. Talking about so, sugar, the amount of times I've licked my teeth thinking, expecting, like, a sugary film on them. <laughs> it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you talk about hydration, and all you can do is, uh, like, drink, you know? yeah yeah. so just just go
0: into sugar then and moving it on slightly so one of the conversations or topics that we also covered previously was around sugar addiction so maybe we just kind of revisit that a little bit because people keep buying these sugary drinks apparently and obviously keep it in sugary sweets is it because they're addicted to sugar No. no
2: No. sugar is usually in highly palatable foods and highly palatable foods it obviously mean they're really nice and you want to eat more
1: because mm-hmm.
2: nobody really craves chicken and broccoli on a diet do they everyone craves if they cut these things out sugar ice cream bread even cakes biscuits donuts everyone craves that sort of stuff it's not because there's sugar in it it's because it's nice taste in food that's what it's all about it's not like you're addicted to sugar being addicted to heroin however it's a Serious thing and will have withdrawal symptoms. Being addicted to sugar is just a psychological sort of oh, yeah, I miss a bit of sugar, I'm addicted. No, you're not addicted. There's, no. there's but, I think the evidence, came, it came originally from rats that he's directly injecting it into the brain, is it? Or something like that, It, so it, it wasn't
1: it? Um, they gave the rats some sugar uh, and then they put out two like sugar water wasn't it and so they gave them sugar water they, they, were, they had them on that for a week and then they had normal water and sugar water and they always went for the sugar water instead of the normal water but that's like saying you have a Victoria sponge or you have a chocolate gato which one are you going to go for anybody in their right sane mind would always go chocolate gato um, and if Gat. you say, come off it mate anything with chocolate is like
0: <laughs> Yeah, but it's better. Okay, it depends on the gatto. But if it's more like a cheap Iceland frozen one,
1: Mate, you can who get buys it that? Out. Who buys that? We're talking well, Waitrose someone. special or m ss finest. I still re- a gatto. <laughs> I don't even like uh, gatto. It's just all cream. Cream's the boring part. I oh, didn't mean like um, one of the over cream. So Gatto. It's a All gatto. Right, chocolate fudge cream. cake then. Chocolate yeah, fudge okay. cake. All different, right, okay. A whole better. different level okay. there, mate. Yeah. So we're not talking about the things that are like 90% cream with a little bit of like cocoa powder sprinkled on top. No. So if you've got like a really boring Victoria sponge cake with the tiniest bit of jam, tiniest bit of cream, or you've got a chocolate fudge cake with extra fudginess on top. Um, that, I like yeah, Victoria
0: sponge, though. But... Dif- uh, uh, it's a poor, that's a really poor analogy, Ed, because they're both incredibly good. <sighs> yeah, but you would pick the fudge cake. Well, anyway, the point is that study you're referencing anyway, the rats did continue, and um, I believe they did hypothetically say that they were addicted because they continued to eat sugar until they basically got fat and died. Um, so, but that's the only the rats are the only time it's been seen in human trials. Like, you don't see people going, like, you know, I joked before the call, don't we? You don't see people fighting each other down the aisles for a bag of silver spoon. It just doesn't happen. Because people aren't like you, you don't get withdrawal symptoms as much as people see. Some people claim they get withdrawal symptoms often. You don't get withdrawal symptoms coming off sugar. Like psychologically, you might. So you might kind of have cravings, but obviously, like it's like anything. So I guess people, You know, one thing you do see quite often is, and then we did mention this before, and you get, you see, obviously, like the um, MRI scans of uh, brain like, centers in the brain lighting up when they've had sugar hits or. Um, and obviously, the, you know, they liken, you know, they get the same same sensories light up um, on these MRI scans when people have like drugs or cocaine or whatever. And it's like, well, that must mean they're as addicted to drugs. Well, it's I think it's just such a far reach to think that it's just so it's such a fast step to say that they must be like as addicted to each other. Because if you've ever seen anyone addicted to heroin um, or or cocaine or drugs, then that is a whole different kettle of fish. So to kind of liken them, I think,
1: is just just a bit naive, really. Yeah, it's not Maureen in the office or Janice in the office. Is it going, oh, you know what, I no. really fancy. Because um, yeah. the other thing is, like, well, are you addicted to puppies?
0: Because they, they get the same response from watching puppies or going for a walk. Basically, it's like a pleasure response, which we all get. You know, If you, do, if you have something nice, you have something that tastes nice. So taste nice, you know, just highlight that, not sugar. If you have something that tastes nice, you get the same response. So like Johnny said, donuts, you know, sugar, a lot of fat. Pizza, sugar, lot of fat. Ice cream, sugar, lot of fat. See the trend? Just tastes good. They just taste bloody good. They're hyper palatable. And that's kind of why like it, it does annoy me or frustrate me when people say around, oh I'm addicted to sugar, because it's just you're not, you're addicted to hyper palatable, very tasty foods. Um Probably because you've tried to completely cut them out of your diet, full stop, and therefore you've just got a a, a craving for them because you're, you know, that's just the way psychology works.
2: Use a thought, I just thought of it. You may have thought of this before. If someone's diet was so horrific, so with no fruit, no veg, no potatoes, nothing like that, and their diet consisted mostly of bullshit loads and loads of sugar if they removed all sugar could they effectively be the they'd be so shit that they were potentially in ketosis would that even be a thing i'm not saying this would actually happen very often in real
0: life so what, what do you mean so they they, they weren't in ketosis because they're having loads of sugar and then they suddenly went t- took all of that out and had a healthy diet they would go into ketosis potentially is that what i think it depends obviously if they if they were still eating carbohydrates, then no, would they?
2: Well, no. But just by accident, they just said, well, I will just go for uh, meat, and I'll just start eating. just I don't know how they do it." Well,
0: maybe, it's, yeah. It's, Someone it's might practical. go, oh, I'll just cut out all junk food, and then the only thing left in their diet is meat and a bit of broccoli.
2: But they've done it by accident, so then they get in, like, <clears throat> issues because they've gone into ketosis or whatever, and they associate that. I'm not saying this is even going to be a thing, really, in real life, but... And they think, oh, well, I'm getting these symptoms of ketosis. It must be the withdrawal of some sugar. You know what I mean? Just something I just thought off and just sort of speak it. Yeah,
0: no, well, I mean, it's possible, I guess. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's definitely possible. I, I don't know whether it's like re- real world likely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just because I, I, don't, I don't see most people kind of just completely cutting carbohydrates out. So, and even obviously protein. <clears throat> Excuse me. Obviously, if you eat enough of it and you don't eat any carbohydrates, obviously you're going to see gluconeogenesis happen and, and mm. convert into to glucose anyway. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know really. I don't know. I, I personally think the majority of it is psychological, and it's oh, yeah. it's, it's essentially people craving.s um, You know, it might even be like. I, mean, I guess you could see, Eddie, you fall asleep.
1: No, I was reading things. One of our favourite Triple N members, they've got a weird profile picture. I was trying to read it. I'm one of those people who's like gets things really close to their eyes. Though when, yeah, just when your you're head sp- went down like you, yeah. like I
0: was so boring, you just fall
1: asleep. No, I mean I wasn't listening, but I don't know what I even I, say. I hadn't fallen asleep because I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> you were talking was, about ketosis yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and gluconeogenesis. No, yeah. and...
0: I was gonna, I was gonna say maybe you might start because obviously one of the problems with going into obviously like a ketogenic diet can often be. Um, electrolyte issues and obviously causes, that causes headaches and dehydration stuff and maybe like you might start seeing some funky stuff electrolytes when people change their diet from i don't know like high sugary fatty foods and get rid of junk food because that that might be part of the withdrawal symptoms air quotes again um yeah i don't
1: really know i don't really know um have we ever covered the insulin fairy on the podcast i know i've done a video on it because i keep seeing I, it yeah
0: I think the sugar episode I prefaced with kind of some of the uh, reasons sugar gets gets blamed for obesity uh, or the obesity epidemic is because people believe that calories don't matter and that insulin is actually the driver of weight gain. Because obviously, without insulin, you can't store stuff, apparently. So um, if you just keep fat or uh, protein really high, um, which is ironic given how insulinogenic protein is on its own anyway, um, then you can't really… Uh, you do well. You can't store any calories, so calories therefore don't matter. But we obviously know that's bullshit. Yeah. So we we we've just covered it again. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's anything you want. I mean, is that you just want to cover? No, it? I was just
1: wondering if we'd ever covered it. Um, I, just thinking then. With the uh, started doing um, some talks at a uh, tech company um and they're kind of like healthy living week and where they do lots of learning things and they've got me to come in each month to to do a talk with them and I had an interesting conversation with the uh, with one of the chaps and he was um kind of very much he'd been reading a book basically about um insulin and how uh, insulin resistance and insulin storage and the storage because of the insulin release and stuff like that uh is the precursor and driver towards uh, obesity and that by cutting out carbs and uh, fasting and things like that cause you to um, not secrete insulin so therefore things don't get stored as fat um, and uh, yeah, so I was just wondering because if I see that trap again then I'll in towards the episode where we talked about that but I couldn't remember whether we had or not um, Nothing Cooks. to do with what we're talking about, really. Um, I was just kind of off in my own little world for five minutes.
2: Uh, <laughs> we just put it in there that you can actually you can store fat even when insulin is low. So yeah,
1: yeah. when it's not secreted. I mean, the really insulin is secreted because glucose is in your bloodstream. If it's in your bloodstream for too long, then it becomes toxic to your bloodstream. And the sort of people saying, "Yeah, well, that's fine. That's you know, uh, that's why we shouldn't be eating it." I was like, "Well." yeah but you still store things anyway when you're in a, a surplus you just sort of the insulin is there to help firstly store it either in as glycogen in your muscles or glycogen in the liver which is kind of needed uh so you can move and stuff um and then obviously it can then be well that that's then stored and then the fats are stored uh, as 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 uh, fatty tissue um but if the carbohydrates aren't there but you've still got too much fat um and too much calories in your diet then that's still going to be stored anyway because your body doesn't need it so regardless of whether you're eating carbs or fat you're still going to store it if you're eating too much the
0: the the irony of that is a fat molecule is already a fat molecule so obviously your body will look at that as the easiest thing to store also um and i'm like fat is like from a biochemical standpoint fat is stored when you eat it regardless of whether you're in a surplus or deficit because it's stored and then utilized Mm -hmm. so it's always stored first yeah like regardless so it's not like you know like carbohydrates are only ever stored really like if they're in excess like in calorie excess whereas obviously fat is stored and then used so kind of like that's just it's silly it's that's almost like a, a bit of a nail in the coffin to a certain extent in terms of like Ketogenic diets being better for you, or high fat diets being better for you, because like every single fat molecule you eat is stored as fat before you even use it. So it's kind of, yeah, poo poo's it not it? Completely. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, yeah. If, if, if the logic is, oh, it's, you know, it's some sort of advantage of just eating high fat, because obviously it's not. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, no. I think, I mean, like I say, the, the whole sugar thing, I think the biggest problem is, is like, you could swap sugar for calories almost, and um, like the whole addiction to it or withdrawal something I'll be honest I I think it just relates to psycho, psycho psychological psych, 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 psychological psychological sorry it's sunday night and it's late um and I've got lo- a very minimal glucose running through my brain at the moment being on a severe diet thanks ed no worries. so getting shredded though so that's all right yeah I'm getting shredded I'm um, getting shredded exactly so I I actually think it just relates more to like EDs, eating disorders to be honest i think like not saying any, anyone that feels they're addicted to has got an eating disorder not not of course i'm not but i think you know there are some similarities to like the people that would maybe claim they're addicted to that you might say it could be some similarities into like binge eating behaviors, say as an example because you know it's like um you know having no tolerance because obviously you know you're eating loads of it um you know you try and restrict them you feel guilty and then you know when you then inevitably kind of Break the restriction, and you've got to have this cycle it's kind of like what people say when they're addicted to sugar
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's all very interesting isn't it and well, like you've saying before, remove something from the diet what's the first thing you want that <laughs> even if it's not something you like and in the live yeah. again, I said I use the analogy of um Carlson, one of our uh, nutrition friends um he was doing a very, very severe weight cut for a MMA fight that he did a few weeks ago. And he said one of the first things he craved was Domino's pizza. He does not even eat Domino's pizza. He doesn't even, well, he likes it. Everybody likes Domino's pizza. But, um, but for some reason, that was the thing he craved and ended up having it afterwards because he didn't have the option of having it when he wanted it. And that's why very kind of restrictive diets, um, when they're not really needed, Uh, kind of like when you have a meal plan and stuff like that, you you end up craving everything that's not on that meal plan and you never want, even it could could be your favorite food on that meal plan. You could just be eating it over and over and over again, but all of a sudden you really fancy kale, but it's not on that meal plan. So Mm -hmm. that's all you want. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I've got a kale
0: addiction, black kale, way better than green kale. Racist. A little bit, but (laughs) in in a, in a positive manner, because you know. the black kale is amazing fair enough poor green is. kale is that, no it's actually really nice black kale big fan So, anyone
1: listening buy your, buy your black not your green um, do you ever sprinkle a little salt on it
0: uh, no but obviously you can make salty kale crisps if you a um, bit of oil salt mm. in the oven and you can make like, crispy right. seaweed as well yeah, yeah be fair if you saute black kale um, in a pan with some fry light that goes crispy the leaves go really crispy anyway yeah. It almost not. You have to burn them, but if you sort them enough, they get crispy. Yeah, yeah. Um, have we got anything else we want to cover on
1: that? Have we just ranted enough for sixty minutes? I'm good. I'm good. All I want to say is, if you're not already in the No Nonsense Nutrition Facebook group, what the friggle diggle are you doing? Not being in there because there is so much stuff going in there at the moment. Um, ladies, Johnny is busting everything to do with the menstrual cycle menstrual not minstrel so he's, not doing, gonna... he's
0: doing what he's busting everything to the <laughs> menstrual cycle just
1: just talking about everything to do with it um oh, right. so he's been an absolute wizard with that there's bits of food going in there there's just an amazing interaction in there at the moment as well um you can see lovely pictures of me in there you can see lovely pictures of i think eliza was in there not so long ago so was summer so if you like babies uh then get yourself in there uh, recipes the odd one goes in there as well so there's a lot going on and also you've, you're the first find out about pretty much everything we do so like the clothing things is really really cool really cool stash um, and if you want to represent the uh, the best team in the world then do so by finding out in there or jump they're, on their top quality as well aren't they let's just say they are actually really yeah. good qualities yeah that's they're
0: they're no not these gilding crap you know like the cheap t-shirts you get these are
1: decent yeah and it not shrunk yet either so that's good as well um, and then also jump on Johnny's email list because he tells some pretty good stories Um he does a little bit of education subtle education so you don't even know you've been educated and you have uh, and again you just you literally find out everything first in that um, it, it, on that email list that's like the first place to go for any information about things that we are doing uh, yeah so and obviously to find that link for the email um, then just go in the Facebook group and it's in there all the time and the first post you see on the pin post takes you straight to that email um, and that is the place to be. Sod all these big companies who are just trying to sell you shit all the time in their emails. No 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 no. Johnny's stories are where it's at.
2: Yeah, where it's at. I am I am practically now an author.
1: Yeah. Roll rolled all moved to one side. Yeah. I should do a book.
2: I should do a, a book just filled with all my emails. <laughs> Probably sell about at
1: least four or five copies. Yeah. And that's just to us. <laughs> <laughs> My mother might buy one <laughs> <laughs> yeah no she's sick of your shit <laughs> <laughs> probably um, yeah I, cool
2: I'm actually going to say something about the topic mm-hmm. I just I just came into med I think no matter what the government do the obesity epidemic is going to be down to people like us to People, I guess, on the, sort of on the front line you know, in our groups, 1500 people in there, education from us and <clears throat> us directly talking to people who struggle with weights and things like that because I don't think it's going to work at the government level.
1: Agree, agree. And on that bombshell,
0: let's wrap it up, Ed. Press that button, shall we? Bye
1: bye. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.